0: The next day, the real business of the conference started. The Australian Health Minister opened proceedings with a short speech welcoming his distinguished guests, then left the stage to Professor Lee. He walked down the steps to the front row and sat in the vacant seat beside me. We smiled, whispered good mornings to each other and sat back to listen. Professor Lee was a true pro in the professional stage sense as well as in the academic one. He wasted no time in summoning Professor Hashimoto to the lectern. Having seen the three slides the previous evening, I was looking forward to his talk. The lecture was on medical and surgical research into arthritis in Japan. The good professor had studied the indigenous people of the far northern Japanese islands, whose climate is very cold most of the year, the Japanese equivalent of our Sami in Europe or the Inuit in North America. He had found that they had very little arthritis and naturally, though it turned out probably wrongly, attributed their wonderful joints to their exposure to conditions similar to the inside of a deep freeze. Cold, he decided, is good for joints and will keep inflammation at bay. Which explains the first part of my dream. For the first slide showed around 30 men and women standing in rows inside a huge cold meat store. The ceiling was decorated only with large hooks, obviously for hanging carcasses. That's odd enough. Odder still was that the men were dressed only in a small white triangle. The women had two more in the appropriate strategic places. Oh, and they were all wearing fetching white socks. They looked solemn, even inscrutable, as an average Brit would expect of a group of Oriental people. But on closer examination... Their expressions suggested a mixture of terror and extreme discomfort. In the top right-hand corner of the picture were two sets of numbers. The top one read minus 25 degrees, the lower one 2.30 min. Professor Hashimoto explained to the astonished audience, The top figure was the temperature in Celsius, the lower one the number of minutes and seconds that had passed so far. This was halfway through their exposure, he explained, in his matter-of-fact monotone. I could almost hear four hundred mouths open and remain agape. Crikey, said my health minister neighbour. Then his jaw returned to the same position as the other three hundred and ninety-nine. A hand went up from the front row. It was Professor Lee's. It wasn't usual for a speaker to be interrupted mid-talk, but the revered chairman couldn't be denied. What is your success rate? Professor Lee asked him. Almost 100% came the reply. How do you measure your success? was the inevitable follow-up. This was a scientific meeting after all. It is simple, Professor Hashimoto replied. None of them saw the need for another treatment. The 400 miles changed from gapes to grins. You assumed then that if they did not return, they had become well? Professor Lee was grinning too. Of course, Professor Hashimoto replied. They would surely tell me if they had not. They are not bloody Australians, whispered my neighbour. They would have murdered him. The talk then turned to surgery. This was the mid-eighties, and surgery for arthritis was in its early years. Hips could be done Knees were a bit more difficult, and replacement of other joints still experimental. So the next slide set the jaws agape again. It was a full body x ray from the top of the skull to the bottom of the toes, taken from the front. The bones were easy to see in the usual white on black of an ordinary x ray film. The joints were different. Both hips, both knees, both shoulders, one elbow, and almost all the knuckle joints were artificial. The material, probably acrylic, of which they were made, stood out in stark contrast to the rest of the skeleton. It dawned on the audience that one person, probably a woman from the shape of the pelvis, had undergone at least a dozen, probably more, joint replacements. It was a tour de force far in advance of anything we would hear at the rest of the meeting another hand went up this time from the third row I recognized Melbourne's professor waters he was going to chair a meeting later